This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, uh, watching libs in the media do this kind of weird two-step over the illegal immigrants being sent and bust and, and flown to their cities that they claim are sanctuaries. They're doing this weird two-step. I don't know if you all have seen it. They range back and forth from total hysteria, losing their minds. This is the apocalypse, federal funding, National Guard, to other people like, this is the greatest thing we've ever seen. It's, I'm not kidding. I'm going to show you the proof at the beginning of the show. This hasn't been covered much on the media. How they bounce back and forth. I'll explain what's going on. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. You don't like big tech spying on you and then selling off your online activity to advertisers? Then get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show on this very happy Friday. Friday's always happy here. I've got that. I've got the, the libs again getting caught, totally, completely nailed to the wall on the upcoming election and potential fraud mail-in ballots. I'm going to prove it to you again. So we got a loaded show. Don't go anywhere. Joe's favorite sponsor is also our opening sponsor in the show today, rockauto.com. Yeah. If you notice when you go to a big famous store online, a lot of the stuff for sale actually comes from some randos you've never heard of before. Listen, you don't want to buy a pacemaker for your chest or a set of brake pads for your car from an anonymous marketplace seller. That might not end well for you. RockAuto.com, they don't do pacemakers. They do auto parts and brake pads too. They've been selling parts and related tools online for more than 20 years. They've sold a lot of them to Joe. RockAuto.com offers a huge selection of parts. Made by respected manufacturers with brands you recognize and you trust. Their unique online catalog is super easy to navigate. Choose all the correct parts to repair or maintain your car or truck. RockAuto.com. Their prices are reliably low across the board. RockAuto.com. They don't mark up prices for classic cars or charge crazy dealer prices for parts for newer cars. With the parts you need at RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com. Don't overpay. Go to RockAuto.com. When you check out, do one favor for us so they know we sent you that how did you hear about us on their website? Just write Bongino in there, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. We would deeply appreciate it. It's a great website, rockauto.com. All right, Joe, it's Friday, so let's go, Daddy. It's Friday! Man, there's no better sound on planet Earth than Joe Armacost screaming it's Friday. Man. You, you know, we, we, we well, listen, this is, I don't want to over-dramatize it. You all work for a living. You work really hard. Joe and I and Guy have pretty easy jobs. We still love it. But it is still work, and I like time with my family as everyone else does on the weekend. So watching this two-step has become really tragically hilarious. They go back and forth, the libs, depending on what the political needs du jour are, between calling out the National Guard, like D.C. Mayor. Remember this, Joe? You were living in that region. D.C. Mayor and liberal Muriel Bowser did when they started busing illegal immigrants to Washington, D.C. She wanted the National Guard. It was such a tragedy. They go back and forth between that panic and then lawmakers who think they can leverage it for like campaign donations to celebrating it, saying it's the greatest thing ever. The, The reason I bring this up is I don't want you to get confused here. There's a couple of people out there, uh, commentators, and they're, they're not wrong. I'm not knocking them, but they're like, oh, the libs are, you know, losing their minds over this. They are sometimes, but they're not in other cases. Here's what I mean. I'm going to prove it to you. Always bring receipts to back it up, folks. The two-step. Foilation followed by hysteria about illegals. Here's number one, Okay. Here's a video. This is, you've probably seen it, but it's worth playing in this context again. It's a resident of Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard, I, I'm very familiar with Martha's Vineyard. I was the lead advance for Barack Obama's trip there. I think it was in 2011. I was the lead. I was there for almost five weeks. I stayed in, uh, in Edgartown, Edgartown, as they call it. I know the area well. 
It's a small island. It's full of really wealthy liberals. One of the residents over there is in a panic here. We don't have the services for this. We don't have the housing for this. Oh, but, but they do along some of the poorer locations on the southern border. Here, here's the panic part. Check this out. What are the most difficult challenges right now? The difficult challenges are uh, we have to, at some point in time, they have to move from here somewhere else, right? We, we cannot, we don't have the services to take care of 50 immigrants. Um, and we, we certainly don't have housing. We're in a housing crisis as we are on this island. And so we, we don't, we can't house everyone here that lives here and works here. We don't have housing for 50 more people. Uh, folks, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. That sounds like the exact same complaints people along border towns at our southern border have been talking about for the last year and a half of the Biden presidency. And fellas, what happened? <laughs> Did the Biden team do anything? About- what happened, guys? He, anything? No. Any- no, nothing happened. Guy's shaking his head. Joe, no, of course not. So it's weird that when you go to, you send illegal immigrants to liberal places, the very same complaints are now worthy of being voiced. So here's the two-step. That's the two-step for the resident. Now, here's the other side of it. Here's a tweet by a Massachusetts state representative, a guy by the name of uh, Dylan Fernandez, who thinks this is great. He's taking pictures with people, giving thumbs up and everything like that. It's all love, folks. It's all love. Dylan Fernandez, there he is. Now, you have to keep in mind, Dylan Fernandez and the residents of Martha's Vineyard, this explains the two-step. I don't just like to throw stuff out there without giving you an explainer, of course. This explains the two-step. The resident is telling the truth. The resident of Martha's Vineyard, forget the hypocrisy for a moment. Just let's view these people as, you know, what they are, human beings who have concerns. Whether they're hypocrites or not, we'll leave, for, leave that for a second. I got, believe me, I got enough on that. She's right. They probably don't have the housing and they probably don't have the infrastructure to accept a number of illegal immigrants coming into Martha's Vineyard, just like the border towns don't have it either. Doesn't make what she's saying wrong. I don't know who she is. She may be a liberal. I have no idea. She could be a conservative. No idea. What she's saying is not wrong. So you have to understand, folks, she's suffering consequences for the actions of others. Dylan Fernandez, on the other hand, however, Dylan Fernandez thinks he can get reelected. So Dylan Fernandez ignores the consequences to other people. Even if he has a house there, it doesn't really matter. For him, it matters more to get reelected. For him, you know, he probably has aspirations of whatever, being the next governor of Massachusetts or whatever it may be. For him, it's more important and it's more valuable to him. He is what they call in economics a rational maximizer. He's trying to rationally maximize the benefit to himself. The resident, had, there's no upside for her, folks. None. To having a bunch of people in the country illegally, living in their town illegally where they don't have the resources. But to Dylan, there is an upside. So you see where you get the two-step? When politicians deem there's a downside, like Muriel Bowser did when D.C. residents started complaining about illegal immigrants showing up in Washington, D.C., Muriel Bowser wanted to call in the National Guard. That's not a joke. I should have put a headline in there for that. Yeah, it's she, not, You yeah. remember the story? She wanted to pull the National Guard in. Damn straight, yeah. This will happen. Now, mark my words. Watch Joe. Uh, 9-12, please. Friday, September 16th. Flag it. Flag it! Thank you. Mark my words. When the residents of Martha's Vineyard, if other flights start showing up, start really complaining, you will see Dylan Fernandez do the dipsy-doo flipperoo right quick, as we say down here in the South. Well, not me. I'm not really a Southerner, but I enjoy when others say it. Now, Back to the hypocrisy part. I don't know if that woman's a hypocrite. I don't know her. I'm not, I've never met her in my life. For all I know, she could be a Republican. I have no idea. Okay? But this is an example of what we would call, in our show, hierarchy. It looks like hypocrisy, but it's not. I mean, it is, but that's not what they're, why they're doing it. Chris Hayes is a very prominent uh, media personality on MSNBC. His show doesn't get a lot of views, but it's still enough views that he's, you know, he's got a voice and a big one, right? This is him on his blue checkmark account. Hat tip red state, by the way, for pointing this out in one of their articles. This is from April of 2022. So a little bit ago. He tweeted out, again, this looks like hypocrisy. It's not just hierarchy. Hierarchy is where liberals were in charge. You're not shut your mouth. He says, quote, 
There are many, many examples of genuine hypocrisy from educated, affluent liberals who live in large metro areas. But unwillingness to actually live alongside immigrants is not one of them. Okay, that's April 7th, 2022 from his blue checkmark account. So what he's saying there is, okay, liberals may be hypocrites on some issue, but living next to illegal immigrants, that's definitely not one of them. Like that's, you know, we're, we're proud to live near uh, illegal immigrants. <laughs> Here's Chris Hayes, September 14th, that is two days ago when this happened. Quote, same Twitter account. Deeply, deeply sick and dehumanizing to fling human beings somewhere vindictively. You just said in April that this was great, that it's not an example of hypocrisy. So if this is great and it's a good thing and immigrants, legal or illegal, are such a value added component to our economy. You see, Republicans believe legal, solid, strong immigration that benefits the country can be a good thing, right? Democrats say it doesn't matter. Borders, it's all nonsense. You understand that's hierarchy. It's not hypocrisy. It may seem like hypocrisy to you. He doesn't care. He is a liberal. They are totalitarians and authoritarians. They're in charge. You are not. They don't care about hypocrisy. Now, putting some meat on the bone with the numbers, there's a Twitter account, AG Hamilton 29 I saw this this morning. He's like, listen, man, let's just look at the freaking numbers here, bro. Okay, he didn't say it like that. That's the New York version. But he says, you want to know what the borders actually look like for the last several years? Almost 2 million encounters this year. He goes, that doesn't even count the 500 plus thousand getaways, gotaways. The fact that the press and the Dems spent the day throwing a tantrum over 50 migrants voluntarily flying to Martha's Vineyard is very revealing. Look at this chart. This chart, if you want to see it, go to rumble.com slash Bongino. It's worth your time. For those audio only listeners, no problem. The chart, the chart is explosive. It basically shows you how this problem has gotten dramatically worse. Hundreds of thousands of people crossing a month. It's getting worse. It's not getting better. This year's been the worst of all. It is not getting better. You're talking about millions, millions, folks. Millions upon millions of people in the country Illegally. I don't know how much more of this we can take. You got an opportunity. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna I'm, if I lose listeners over it, I'm I'm sorry. I don't want to, but I'm gonna say it till election day comes. If you're not voting this election cycle, you're just doing it wrong. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna kiss anybody's butt over it. If you are not voting for some reason, whatever you you you're doing it wrong. You have a chance to stop some of this. Please, please get out there. Now, those are staggering numbers. Look at them right there. He's got the chart for hundreds of thousands of people a month. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's, 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 it's outrageous. It's unbelievable how many people. The increase is just, the increase from Trump to Biden is, it's, just, it's incredible. Here's Karine Jean-Pierre, the uh, worst press secretary, unquestionably, in the history of the United States. I say this again, it's kind of a backwards compliment. She's just not a very good liar, which is kind of an insult and a compliment at the same time. One, it's an insult because she lies all the time, but she's really not good at it. She's just not. Saki was just flawless at lying. Here she is yesterday, and I want to point something out because this happened to me when I was a radio host in the weekend at WMAL years upon years ago. A caller called in, and one of the best things you can do to liberals, you're going to see it right here with Karine Jean-Pierre. I don't want to get off topic. One of the best things you can do to liberals who believe in hierarchy is you can, at a minimum, expose their hypocrisy. They don't really care, but if you expose it, independents and swingable Democrats will see it and may be bothered enough by it that you'll change some mind. And the best way to do it is to let them talk and explain. Here's what I mean. She's asked yesterday about the whole immigration crisis and the uh, flying of illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard and elsewhere. And she says, quote, it's a cruel thing to do. Really? Explain, please. Take a look. It is a political stunt. That's what we're seeing from governor, uh, governors, Republican governors in, in particular. And um, 
it is a cruel, inhumane way of treating uh, people who are fleeing communism, uh, people who are, who are uh, and we're not just talking about people, we're talking about children, we're talking about families uh, who are promised uh, a home, promised a job, put on a bus, and, uh, you know, driven to a place that they do not know. And it is a cruel thing to do. It's a cruel thing to do. It, it is? Really? Why? Now, this reminds me of some. I used to be a radio host. Uh, well, I'm a radio host now, but I, I fill in radio host. And I did a weekend show often at WMAL in Washington, D.C. And one of the, towards the end of one of the shows, gosh, I wish I had this clip. Um, caller calls in, clearly a liberal, and I've been talking about school choice, right? And the caller calls in and starts telling me about how school choice is so terrible. And I just let her talk. I let her go. The call wasn't that long for like maybe a minute, minute and a half or whatever, uh, maybe two minutes. But the more I let her talk, the more I realized she was digging it. She was digging and digging and digging. And she says at one point, I, I, she says, you know, these people can't make decisions. They don't know what they're doing or something to that effect. And I said, um, who are these people? And then she realized all of a sudden she was like, what she was talking about is minorities in the Washington, D.C. area. What, they're not as smart as the white people there? They can't figure out what it said their kids? I was like, can you explain that? See, the thing about liberals and letting them explain is they get so lost in hierarchy, right? This is really important. This is really important. Take a second and digest what I'm about to tell you. Because they own all the power systems, all of them, the culture, entertainment, sports, academia, politics, the media, they own all of it, all of it. They are so used to the hierarchy of being in charge and not being challenged that when you actually ask them to explain their own hypocrisy, they can't because they're so used to not having to explain because to them it's hierarchy. It doesn't matter. We're in charge. I hope that made sense. You'll see it with everything. I'll give you a couple more examples. The school choice thing where the lady was an obvious racist. Oh, those people, they don't know what to do with their kids. What, black people? They don't? That's fascinating. Ask them to explain voter ID and black voters. Um, so you don't like voter ID because black voters can't get IDs? Uh, explain. Just let them talk. Just trust me. Just let them talk. They are devout racists. You don't like illegal immigrants in, uh, in your cities? Uh, why not? I thought they were a net benefit to our society. Explain. Explain what's cruel about it exactly. Just let him talk. Just let him let him keep going. Every time. Folks, of course it gets worse. You want to talk about hierarchy. This is just glorious. This is in the newsletter today. Please read this article. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It says sign up here. It's free. You know the drill, but check it out. It lets me email you directly without big tech getting in the way. Washington Free Beacon, Joseph Simonson, another must-read article. Biden awards an $80 million contract that prohibits the GPS monitoring of illegal immigrants. So they awarded this contract to this new system to monitor illegal immigrants in the country, right? But here's the catch, Joe. It prohibits the use of GPS technology that experts know will make it impossible to actually locate their whereabouts after being released into the United States. Jeez. Now, God forbid Joe or I got arrested for felonious mopery in the umpteenth degree or for the big crime of being what, Joe? Conservatives, that, of course, is a bigger crime than felonious mopery. Joe and I will be next. Maybe Gee too. I don't know. But let me tell you what's really going on here. If we were arrested, we'd have a GPS ankle monitor on like that. Trust me. Illegal immigrants, not so much. What's really going on here? I got some good sources on this. On one hand, they want to fake it to the American people and say, oh, look what we're doing. We're monitoring these people. Air quotes, monitoring. You get it, Joe? Like, yeah, we're doing something, right? And the American sure. people are like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, it's okay. The independents and conservatives aren't going to listen to this crap because they don't believe anything from Biden. But maybe some independents and moderate Democrats are like, okay, they're monitoring. Look, this $80 million contract. Biden's on the ball, fellas. But the reason they don't want to know the locations of people is because where do you think most of these people are? <laughs> oh, that's right. These people are in liberal cities. Yes, liberal cities. Let me show you a video from the Tucker Carlson show. Remember, liberals are complaining now 
that conservative governors are giving free flights to illegal immigrants to liberal cities. So flying, just to be clear on this, do a principles check. Flying illegal immigrants to liberal cities is a big problem, correct? That's what liberals are saying. Meet D.C. mayor, New York mayor, Martha's Vineyard people. They're all upset about it, which is really weird because they if they could actually figure this out through GPS monitoring where these people really are. They don't want to know because they're already in liberal cities. And why? Because of cuts like this. Check this out. So we've obtained exclusive body cam footage from the police department in Westchester County, New York. The footage shows about 100 apparently illegal immigrants, mostly teenagers, getting off a charter flight in the middle of the night in Westchester. The migrants then get on buses. Someone on the tape describes how, quote, DHS wants this on the lowdown. In other words, secret, so you won't know about it, despite the fact you're a U.S. citizen who was paying for it. They're hiding it from you. They're doing this without your consent, speaking of an attack on democracy. In the footage, Westchester police express their frustration with what's happening. You trying to figure out what this is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we've been having, uh, you know, you're on a, a secure facility here and, and we don't really know anything. We're in charge of security. So that's hence where we're having a problem here. So, yeah, we're hanging out here on the tarmac, yeah. things like that. I, I don't know pick, anybody. I used to pick up, uh, I used to pick up basketball teams that had more security. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And very easily, you know, few people could just go that way. <laughs> So um, I mean, it's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's slowly coming together, but we also don't know, uh, you know, really what's what's happening, how they're getting here, whatever else. That I mean, that's if that, that that's from Tucker Carlson's show from months ago. That's Westchester County. That's an airport in Westchester County where the Biden administration is sending secret flights late at night into liberal areas of New York, like Westchester County, which is kind of less liberal than the city, but liberal enough. So it's okay for them to do it. It's just not okay when conservative governors do it. Now, do you see why they don't want GPS ankle monitoring? They don't want to look like the frauds they are. It's not because they care about the hypocrisy. Again, they will continue the hypocrisy going forward. If they cared, they wouldn't, right? They don't care about the hypocrisy. They just care about you knowing about the hypocrisy. Because it's a hierarchy. They're in charge and they're going to do it and you're going to shut your mouth. <sighs> Unbelievable, right? Hard to digest all this show. Let me get to my second sponsor today. Coming up next, uh, I got, this is damning hypocrisy here. Liberals now it, it, celebrating what they think could be voter fraud years ago and now flipping the script again. Hierarchy, baby. It's good to be in charge. Patriot Mobile. Hey, if you want to know what the left's real plan for your kids is, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in, te in Texas. The left is losing their minds over it. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. It's because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and they're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan, patriotmobile.com slash Dan, or call 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation with the offer code Dan. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and make a difference tomorrow. Patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Make that switch. Patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. Big show today. You ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris, the action star, world champion, black belt, and U.S. veteran? Well, I saw a video he made. I was shocked. He's in his 80s. He's still kicking butt, working out. He looks amazing. He stays active. I mean, a guy looks like he's in his 40s. What's even more shocking is he's stronger, can work out longer, and he has plenty of energy left over, keeping him sharp and focused. Chuck Norris is able to do all this because he made a simple change. It makes him and his family feel great. He made a special short video, explains everything easily to you. Make sure you check it out today by going to chuckdefense.com slash Bongino could change the way you think about health. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. You won't believe how simple it is. Be prepared to be amazed. The guy seriously looks incredible. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 
511. Message and data rates apply. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here's a hint. It involves this stuff. It's really good. So, folks, what's behind all of this? Their, their push for endless illegal immigration. The hypocrisy uh, disguised. Uh, the, you know, the, the, the patina of, of authenticity to the left. The hierarchy. Why, why this push towards endless illegal immigration? Well, folks, it's being done for a reason. Why not? I mean, think about it. I mean, for a second, let's let's put aside a lot of the heated rhetoric for a second. I'm, me too. I'm part of it. I don't deny that. Why not just push for legal immigration? I mean, if you were genuinely concerned about bringing people to the United States, you know, the poem, right? Give us your tired, your poor, your hungry, right? Why not just push for legal immigration? Joe, have you ever thought about that? Have you guys ever considered? Why not? Why not? <laughs> no. just, well, there's a reason if you talk to Democrat insiders and they get a few beers in them, there's a reason. They understand that law-abiding folks who choose to follow the process, however laborious it is, are more likely to be law and order people. Oh, right. Who are more likely to be what, Joe? Yeah. Republicans? That, that <laughs> yeah. is the weirdest you ever. Yes, that's why. They don't want that. They don't want that. This is all about what they call demographic destiny. Oh, my gosh. You can't say that. That's racist. It's xenophobic. It's istophobic, phobophobic, phobophobic. It is? Interesting. Is replacement theory racist, too? I'm just asking. Because here's a montage here of Democrats. And by the way, we had to cut this off early in the interest of time. Here's a montage of Democrats talking about the racist demographic destiny argument that it's weird they're the only ones making. So racisty right here. Now you see why they love illegal immigration. This is their folks, their words, not mine. Check this out coming out into the open. In a few years, we're going to be a majority brown country. White people will not be the majority in the country anymore. This will be the first generation ever in American history uh, in which whites will be a minority of the generation at some point. As of 2007, every year, babies being born in this country, whites now are the minority. In 2044, uh, everyone is going to be a minority. As the demographics change, as white people become the minority in the country, which is coming. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny, right? The country is changing. I've been saying it here. Other people have been saying it here for years now, even before Donald Trump. The demographics is destiny. The white population is declining for the first time in history in America, while the number of multiracial Americans have more than doubled. So we live in a country where the demographics are changing. It's becoming less white. Correct. Okay. You'll be announcing that we're calling the 38 electoral votes of Texas for the Democratic nominee for president. It's changing. It's going to become a purple state and then a blue state because of the demographic. Joe, what a bunch of racists, man. That's I don't know about you, but that looks like racist, the racist stuff. I mean, demographic destiny, replacement theory, replacement. They actually yeah. wrote about replacement theory. Do I need to bring this one up again? Throw that one up, Guy, just for uh just to show the audience, New York Times, Michelle Goldberg, we can replace them. <laughs> you guys are racist. Us guys, I'm not talking about replacement theory. You are. Demographic destiny. Now, the absolutely hilarious part of the Democrats' obsession with replacement theory, they even wrote about it. And their obsession with demographic destiny is that it is totally blowing up in their face, which is spectacular to watch. You see, because the Democrats are the real racists. And what they do is they treat Hispanic voters like a group of automatons who aren't smart enough to think for themselves. I happen to be married to a wife who is a Colombian who came here legally. And I promise you, she's pretty darn smart. That one's a smarty. She thinks for herself. She votes Republican. Crazy, isn't it? See, Democrats don't think of you that way. They figured the more illegal immigrants they brought in with their demographic destiny, you just heard them talk about it, that they could replace you. They even wrote about it. Here's the thing, though. 
they really can't because a lot of these folks who came into the country are turning into you. Washington Examiner. Why Hispanics are leaving the Democratic Party. <laughs> this is glorious. It's so, I can't take it. How, Joe, they invested decades, 40, 50 years into thinking they were building a permanent majority to, quote, demographic destiny. And yet the people they wanted to bring in are now flipping the script on them and voting Republican is probably, oh my gosh, that is, we haven't had a Muttley in a while. That is the easiest Muttley ever. It is glorious to watch. Here, note this poll, this Washington Examiner piece in yesterday's newsletter. They did a poll of Texas Hispanics. By the way, do you want to talk about people close to the border problem? They're right there. Is Texas on the border, guys? Can we just double check that? Joe, Gee saying yes. Joe, yeah, Yeah, down south there. It is. Okay, good. Thank you. Just just checking. I, you know, my geography stuff is not that great. So they took a poll of Texas Hispanics, and it showed that Hispanics have attitudes that are simply incompatible with those of the Democrat Party. Keep it up, Debs. That demographic destiny thing is working out great. Hispanic voters are too patriotic, identifying themselves primarily as American and Texan before Latino or Hispanic. They still believe in hard work as a positive thing, and it's a value they overwhelmingly associate with the Republican Party. Fully 61% of them are, quote, bothered by the direction of the Democratic Party. This is spectacular to watch this thing blow up in their face. I'm going to make a prediction. Like generations of immigrants prior, my grandparents, Italians, the Irish, the Germans. I lived in an area in New York heavily populated by German immigrants, Glendale, New York. My grandparents came in, uh, my, my grandparents came in from Italy, or from Palermo, Sicily, as young, young kids, right? I'm going to make a prediction. Like generations of immigrants prior to you, once you get to the second or third generation, the Democrats lose the grip they get over the initial generation selling them big government programs. I am guaranteeing you, this isn't a flag it because Joe and I you know, may be dead by the time it comes true. I mean, fully comes true and realizes itself. I can almost guarantee you, you're going to see in the future, consistently moving forward, Hispanic voters voting 50, 55, even 60% Republican. It's going to happen. Consistently. I'm not talking about just for consistently moving forward. I'm telling you, smile a little bit on Friday, chest out, chin up. Selling people big government in their lives is not a long-term program. It isn't. Oh, yeah. That's a, we said this before. Good point by Gijo, which we've said before. Watch the script flip again as Hispanic voters start voting in droves for Republicans. It's going to happen. You watch. They will become the restrictionist policy on immigration. Guaranteed. 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 We need a separate long-term flag at Book Joe, where it's like long-term predictions. We can sign it. That way, when we die, someone can go out and be signed by me. And you look, they called it. (laughs) That's what we need. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, good call. All right, let me get to this. And this reminded me of another walk back when it comes with elections, showing you the Democrat two-step, right? How they don't care that it's pre- they've taken two opposite positions. Immigration's great. We love this. Immigration's terrible. So I'm going to show you another one when it comes to voter fraud. Watch the two-step here. Jim picked this out yesterday. We the people holsters. Best holster company out there in the market right now. Listen, while we build out the parallel economy, which is what I'm doing right now, it's really important to support companies like We the People Holsters. Folks, they are the parallel economy too. We the People Holsters. This is the parallel economy for freedom and liberty. We got to support companies that support our values. Their holsters are great. Their apparel's even better. You see me wearing their shirts all the time. Whenever you ask me about those shirts, the flags, that's usually a We the People shirt I'm wearing. The whole team at We the People Holsters is decked out here in We the People shirts. Uh, the whole team here and our crew here. Not just because they're comfortable, because every thread comes to the United States. This is my holster for my Glock 43. It's beautiful. Best holsters in the business. They changed the game with the revolutionary Freedom Holster, too. It's a modular platform with over 2,500, that's right, different holster configurations. 
The website is something for every Patriot, including thousands of printed holster options for you to choose from. Here's how you get their awesome gear, their apparel, their T-shirts, their holsters. The website is a can't miss. You know, the holiday season, I know it sounds crazy, but it's not far away. Start looking now. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Pick up something for yourself, for your dad, uh, your mom, everyone. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Get an additional 25% off with the offer code Dan25. That's Dan25. The offer is only available at wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. It's not a perfect fit. Don't sweat it. Just send it back for a full refund. We the people, uh, we the people supported this program for years. Let's support the great work they're doing and that parallel economy. We the people holsters.com slash Dan. We the people holsters.com slash Dan. Offer code Dan25. Go today. Start shopping. You're going to love it. Thanks, we the people. I've got news for the turkey hunters in our audience. Spring's around the corner. And if you're gearing up for a successful season, you're going to need a couple of things. One of those things is the single shot turkey camo 12 gauge shotgun made by Henry Repeating Arms. Let's say you're out in the field and you've managed to call a turkey in a range, and now it's time to make your shot count. And you can do that with a Henry shotgun because they're reliable and accurate right out of the box, especially with the turkey choke tube that's included. And if they're fully adjustable, fiber optic sights aren't enough. It's easy to mount a red dot since it's already drilled and tapped. Henry's shotguns, rifles, and revolvers are made in America with the quality craftsmanship that Henry's are famous for. And you'll get a lifetime warranty and a 100% satisfaction guarantee that protects your purchase for generations to come. Make sure you go to their website. It's henryusa.com and order their free catalog. They'll mail it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and free decals. You're going to love these firearms and you're going to love this company. Okay, back to the show. I addressed this yesterday on my radio program and I wanted to bring it up today. I, I hate to redo stories, but it's so important. When you talk about the Democrat two-step again, and by the two-step, and not to, you know, not to beat it up, but in the beginning of the show, taking two contradictory positions on the exact same thing. Illegal immigration is awesome. Send illegal immigrants to their cities. Illegal immigration sucks. Bring out the National Guard. <laughs> okay? It's like jujitsu. They do this all the time because it's hierarchy. They're in charge. They own the media outlets and they don't care. If they didn't own the media outlets, they'd be humiliated every day and they'd stop. This is a perfect example. The Democrats love this whole mail-in balloting thing. They love it. Why do they love the mail-in balloting thing? They love mail-in balloting because they realized in 2020 they could use it um, to cast doubt on elections if they weren't sure they were going to win. That's the truth, folks. Mail-in balloting is prone to fraud. It's prone to errors. When the Democrats realized they could do it in mass and that voter fraud would be harder to detect, they loved mail-in balloting. But here's the kicker. The Democrats, and by Democrats, I mean the media, they used to object to mail-in balloting. Why? Because just like they'll object to illegal immigration in the future when they start voting Republican, because it doesn't benefit them. It's nothing to do with principles. When mail-in ballots were primarily used by military folks who voted largely Republican, the, uh, the, the uh, left-wing media outlets had no problem exposing the high fraud and, uh, and error and rejection rates in mail-in balloting. Here's the piece. I put this piece in the newsletter today for you to give to your friends. It's from 2012. It's by Adam Liptak and the New York Times. The link is at the end of the newsletter, bongino.com slash newsletter. He highlighted the date, October 6, 2012. Error and fraud at issue is absentee voting rises. So New York Times has a problem with absentee voting and error and fraud. Let me read to you their quote. Again, this is when a lot of absentee votes were cast by seniors who vote Republican and military people. Didn't benefit them then. Quote, yet votes cast by mail are less likely to be counted, more likely to be compromised, and more likely to be contested than those cast in a voting booth. Statistics show. This is the New York Times. Election officials reject almost 2% of ballots cast by mail. Double the rate for in-person voting. Again, the New York Times. They quote this guy, Sancho. He says, the more people you force to vote by mail, the more invalid ballots you will generate. For the third time, 
That's the New York Times. The link is in the newsletter. This article's still up. Here's the New York Times in 2020 when they realized this mail-in balloting might work for us in big Democratic cities where fraud might be rampant. Another headline, not a joke. Voting by mail is crucial for democracy. New York Times. Same paper. Same paper. Oh, perfect. Here's the subheadline. I totally missed this. Key had a pop of highlight in there. <laughs> Read this subhead. This is classic. Especially amid the pandemic. This voting by mail is the surest path to a more inclusive, more accurate, and more secure election. This is unbelievable. It's the same freaking paper. Dude, it's the same paper. Did they, I'm just curious, did they link the editorial board to the LipTac 2012 piece where it says the exact opposite? You see the two-step? You see the jujitsu? It's hierarchy. They're in charge. Nobody is going to call them out because there is no one to call them out outside the conservative ecosystem, which is small compared to theirs. They own entertainment. They own academia. They own the sports world. They own media. They own the politics. They own the culture. They own, they even own country music. They own, no one's going to call them out. They don't care one bit that they're writing two opposite pieces. They don't care an iota. Just one more quick thing, like on the replacement theory, demographic destiny. It is 1,000% their argument. It's on tape. I just showed you. They'll turn around and go, you Republicans are racist talking about that. It's you. What are you talking about? You wrote pieces about it. They don't care. They don't care. So what's the benefit of talking about it? Well, the benefit of talking about it is we care. And there are a lot of us, a lot of us, probably 45, 46% of the country. And folks, some independents out there do care. And there's probably enough Democrats feeling real material losses right now that some of them may be just looking for a reason to get away. And we have to be available to give them an off-ramp off that highway at any given moment. We can't take any chances. That's why. All right. So the media lies, we know. I mean, that's, of course, not new. They don't really care about the hypocrisy. The fact checkers, but the, the way it works is the fact checkers then lie for the media. It's all one big, uh, you know, uh, symbiote. I always use the Venom example, the Eddie Brock Venom symbiote. They feed off each other, right? I only bring that up because I saw this thing by Fauci the other day, and it made me laugh. Fauci's up on Capitol Hill. Have you seen this video? Well, Joe cut it. Of course he's seen it. Fauci's up. He's, yeah, Dan, I remember I am the uh, producer here. So Fauci's up on Capitol Hill, and he's having this back and forth with Rand Paul about an appearance Fauci did on C-SPAN a long time ago. We played it on the show and he's on C-SPAN Fauci and he basically tells a caller that uh, he's talking about natural immunity, how it's a good thing when it comes to like the flu, right? And things like that. So Rand Paul has a pretty basic question. Okay, well, if natural immunity is so effective, then why did you have that view then? And you seem to be playing down natural immunity now. I Forget that for a second. This isn't a COVID segment. We're talking about media, hypocrisy, and hierarchy, which we include the fact checkers in there. I want you to see how Fauci instantaneously has a Reuters fact check ready to go to back him up, despite the fact, again, it's on digital videotape, right? It's on digital video. Fauci's own words played for Fauci. Fauci disputes his own words with a fact check from Reuters. If there's not a better example, there's a better example out there. Of the media fact checker symbiote for the left, I haven't seen it. Here, watch this. That film that you showed is really taken out of context. I believe that was when someone called in who had had a reaction to a vaccine and asked me through a telephone in the interview if they should get vaccinated again. So it was in the context of someone who had a reaction. And as a matter of fact, Reuters fact check looked at that and said, Fauci's 2004 comments do not contradict his pandemic. Actually, actually, words don't lie. If you look at the words behind me, we can go over them a little bit at a time. She doesn't need it because the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. It is true. It is true, Senator. It is a very potent 
way to protect. So when you're trying to tell us that kids need a third or a fourth vaccine, are you including the variability or the variable of previous infection in the studies? No, you're not. Really? Guy and I are talking about this. Is this playing? Well, you know, we're watching it too. This is astounding. Fauci understanding the power of the hierarchy, media, fact checkers, entertainment, that they're so in charge, they don't even care about being exposed. Rand Paul plays Fauci his own words. He's so confident in the hierarchy, he doesn't defend himself. He pulls out a component of the hierarchy, a fact checker, to do his defense for him. (laughs) We're always right, man. Every time. Amazing. They don't even care. They don't even defend themselves. He just goes right to Reuters. My gosh. Hey, just a quick uh, note, a couple things here. I, I um, You know, I follow my locals account. People get to email me if you're a subscriber, so I, I read them. And someone emailed me this morning. Uh, if you want to subscribe, it's uh, download the locals app. I'm at the Bongino. I put unique content up. A lot of inspirational stuff. A lot of post-workout stuff. Me and various degrees of undress and sweat, to be honest with you. Um, but someone sent me an email saying, Dan, you sniffle a lot and it's annoying on the podcast and the radio show. I get it, folks. I just, I wanted to explain for the rest of the audience because it's probably driving some of you nuts too. I have to have my nose uh, fixed. I have to. I know it drives you crazy. Some ladies say, I don't want to care about some nose fixing thing. I'm, I, if I, it's, I know it's driving you nuts. I can't breathe anymore. That's why I sound so nasally. I'm, I, if you look at my nose from the side and you're watching a rumble, I boxed for a long time. My nose has been completely smashed in. So I'm, I'm really trying to not do it, but I genuinely can't breathe. <laughs> we pull a lot of them out and post it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe, believe me, that's You're here. Right. Exactly. But if Joe didn't edit the hell out of it, we drive you. So I'm very sorry to the listeners. I'm sure you're not the only one. I, I just did it again. I just, I really can't breathe. So I'm going to, I'm waiting for a time uh, during the ends of the year when I have some vacation, I have to have it fixed. I have to have the whole thing rebuilt. It's just completely collapsed on me from, I have no bridge left at all. So my friend, Dr. Steve Adler is going to help me out, but I got to wait. So I'm sorry about that. And just a programming note, my show tomorrow night, Saturday, 9 p.m. Unfiltered. going to be a special guest on the show uh, for the first time. Uh, Miss Paula, uh, my lovely wife's going to make a short appearance. Yes. Uh, you haven't told Guy yet who helps us produce the show. Uh, and I have an opening, but mo- don't miss it. I have an opening monologue on some of the, and on embracing the suck and the police state we're living in. And I also have a monologue out there uh, that a mini monologue I'm going to be doing on the great unsolved mysteries of our time. Watch the show. You'll see what I mean. I think you're going to like it uh, tomorrow night unfiltered 9 PM on Fox. All right. Um, but as I was telling you before that they'll change their story on a moment's notice with this two part, this two step, there's this piece up at the wall street journal. It just nails it. It, it, it it's exactly what I mean. How when the, 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 they do this two-step, if they, if voting by mail, spit it out, hurts them because Republicans vote by mail, then there's fraud everywhere. But if vote by mail can help them and can, they can use it as a fraudulent vehicle to win an election, they love vote by mail. They don't care. I saw this article yesterday by Freeman in the Wall Street Journal, and it made me think of exactly this. If you follow economics as closely as I do, one of the big, big things about economics that they've, they, uh, they've been pushing on the liberal side for the last few years is this. Inequality, Joe, is at record highs. It's the worst thing ever. Now, why are they selling that fairy tale that inequality is worse than it's ever been? Anybody guess? Um, they're doing it because they want another government program and higher taxes to solve inequality. You yeah. get it? Which is really weird because Freeman notes a piece I read days ago. New studies are coming out. Where the same Democrats who touted the inequality are touting record decreases in child poverty. That's really strange because you can't have it. The, the, what, what is it? Is inequality the worst it's ever been? Or is it like record decreases in inequality? Freeman nails it. He talks about this. Uh, the New York Times or the Times collaborated with an outfit called Child uh, Trends and found out that multiple forces reduced child poverty. But they note a dominant factor was the expansion of government aid. <laughs> this is it. This is the, this is how glorious it is to be a leftist. Freeman notes, really? Although it's true that some government aid expanded, readers will note an accompanying chart in that study showing particularly steep declines in child poverty during both the Clinton and Trump presidencies. 
Oh, they just happen to be two eras when pro-growth policies increase the incentives for firms to invest and hire. You get the, you get the two, is this great? The two-step? Inequality is awful. We need government to level out society. We need more taxes. Oh, that sounds fair. Then inequality goes down because of Trump and the tax cuts and even the Clinton years when government spending was smaller. And then they turn around when inequality goes down because of smaller government and they attribute the decrease in inequality to the bigger government that didn't exist. <laughs> Gosh, it's good to be a leftist, man, isn't it? It is so good to be a leftist. I'm going to play for you. we got questions too, man. Loaded show today. I didn't even get through most of the stuff. I love being here on a Friday. Folks, our last sponsor today. Our free questions are good this week, by the way. Blackout Coffee, my new go-to. Oh, look at that. I didn't even know it's got that, you know, that little hole they put so you can smell the coffee. Oh, smell that. I'm, I'm not kidding. I wasn't like an act. Let's talk about our friends at Blackout Coffee Company for a minute. I started drinking their coffee. I got to say it is super smooth. It has a bold flavor. I don't like soft coffee. I like bold coffee that tastes like coffee. Paula and I love it. I have it every morning. Sometimes I grind it up and make like an espresso out of it too. Folks, it is super important to support companies that love and support America. Blackout Coffee right here. This is beans. The bean grind those babies up. Blackout Coffee is excited to be celebrating their four-year anniversary of outstanding coffee. I want to thank all the amazing customers. But they want to thank you by offering giveaways and promotions until the end of this month. Blackout Coffee is a small family-owned business that makes sure every bag is freshly roasted, by offering amazing customer service and incredibly fast shipping. Folks, that's all great. I love that. But I'm just telling you, the coffee's damn good. Damn good. Blackout coffee specialty beans are meticulously roasted right here in Florida. They are proud supporters of our troops and first responders. Folks, it's extremely important to support that parallel economy and companies that care about us and have American values. Blackout coffee is one of them. I wouldn't have them as a sponsor otherwise. I can vouch for them and I can vouch for the taste. Right now, my listeners get 20% off their first order at blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Again, go to their website, pick it up today. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino, blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Do it today. It is delicious. You will not be disappointed. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Okay. Uh, just some more, just quick proof in case you doubt me that the Trump tax cuts benefited people at the lower end of the income scale, therefore making them richer and reducing inequality while Democrats want to attribute that to the government that was made smaller by the tax cuts because they had less money to government. It's hilarious. Wall Street Journal, the Trump tax cuts were not tax cuts for the rich. IRS data, yes, IRS data, Reveal that all income brackets benefited as a result of the Trump tax reforms, with the most significant benefits accruing to working and middle-class filers, not to the wealthiest, as media and Democrats have ceaselessly claimed. Again, I know facts aren't going to get in the way of the stupid liberal argument, but whatever. I mean, you'll be smarter for it. They'll get dumber. Here's a quick clip of Thomas Sowell talking about his conversion, by the way, from a Marxist to a, to a free marketeer. And it really sums up how government is basically it's metastasizing rot in your life. Check this out. So socialism is a great idea. That does not mean it's a great reality. One of the things that disturbs me tremendously is about this enthusiasm for Bernie Sanders and socialism at a time when people are literally starving in Venezuela, an oil-rich country. You know, and they're, they're, you know, they're breaking into, into grocery stores to try to get food and they're fleeing to neighboring countries, most of which are not all that prosperous themselves. But, but at least you don't starve to death in them. Uh, and, and none of that makes a bit, a bit of difference. Mm-hmm. I don't think most of these people who are out there cheering for Bernie Sanders have given a thought to Venezuela. To the evidence. That's right. To the evidence. Yeah. Just be proud you're on the side of the evidence, the facts and the data. We always bring receipts here. Liberals never are. Great point. People are starving in the streets. They don't care. 
All right, it's time for questions for Dan. At Zencia, Tuesday you did a segment on digital currency. If it becomes a lever of power for government, then could Republicans wield that power for conservative policies? You know, restrict purchase of castration for children who suffer from gender dysphoria or restrict purchase of companies who are against our views, such as a Disney subscription. Yeah, of course, but it would be wrong to do that. Um, then we wouldn't be conservatives because conservatives choose to conserve the principles that matter, one of them being economic freedom and liberty. Of course we could, but it'd be a really bad idea. But thanks for the question. Question two, at N507. Hey, Dan, on some of your podcasts, you end the program with the phrase, good day, sir. Can you share with us the background and context of that statement? Thanks. No. I can't because I don't know, but Joe may know. Yeah. Joe, do you know? Yeah, you know, a while back we played that as a drop and you really liked it. You said, hey, we ought to maybe sign off with that. So we used it on a Friday. That way the audience knows it's a Friday and we get to leave you. It's kind of a shut the door thing. We're done for the week. Yep. Leaves a little. Where's it from, though? Oh, it is from Willy Wonka. Oh, Willy Wonka. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's okay. Leaves, yeah, I didn't know that. I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't prep yes. Joe for that either. No. Thank you. There you go. Well, now you get your answer, Joe. There was a, he didn't know either. So oh, cool. there's Joe's answer for the day. Hey, Dan, at Federal Hostage. He works for a three-letter federal agency in the D.C. area, notes, and the group think in political partisanship is the worst I've seen in my 25 years of service. How do we counter this? Do we try to get more conservatives to work in government or hope somehow Congress cleans things up? I'm not hopeful much will change. Well, first, thank you for working um, in public service and caring enough to take your job seriously. Please don't leave. Um, but I need you to expose the wrongdoing, number one. So a two-step plan. Number one, expose the wrongdoing. There's an IG's office and there are members of Congress who can help you if you see it. Secondly, uh, I say three-part plan. Please don't leave. Third, please stick to your principles. And yes, try to recruit people who believe in liberty and freedom into the government so we can counter this. I said yesterday, the swamp took a long time to build. It's going to take a long time to deconstruct. At Big Red 7808. Hey, Dan, I'm considering getting out of Michigan and moving to Florida. What coast should I be focusing on, the Gulf side or the Atlantic side? They're both terrific. I ran for Congress um, on the Gulf side. I live now on the Atlantic side. I had a place over there when I ran over on Biddle uh, near the Naples area. Here's the thing. The west side, the Gulf side of Florida, has a lot of folks from the Midwest and Ohio. You'll see a lot of plates. They come down uh, and then they wind up settling on the west side. Sarasota, Naples, Benita. The east side where I live in Martin County is where 95 is. So people who come down here on vacation get off an exit. They eat somewhere. This is a cool neighborhood. So this is more New Yorkers and New Jersey folks. They're very conservative though, like conservative firemen, cops. So it depends what you're looking for. The west side, some portions of it are a little older. Um, and Sarasota is getting younger, but the east side is a little younger too. But they're both great. I don't, I really, they're both fantastic. I'd, I'd be lying to you if I said, it's just really what, you have to go check out both sides and see what's right for you. The beaches are great on both sides too. Hey, Dan, you mentioned doing deadlifts in your workout. I presume you do other things like squats as well. Do you have knee issues? I've had my knee scoped a few years ago and some cartilage removed. Since then, I've been hesitant to do deadlifts or squats at Mitt Snave. Um, I do squat. I've had my knee scoped as well. My left knee, it's bad. I have no range of motion in it if I don't stretch first. Having said that, listen, I, I can't give you advice on that. I, I can only tell you what I do. I grind through it knowing I'm going to need a knee replacement probably in the next five years. The reason is, and I, I, my, my weight, I've eased up on my weight. So I just squatted yesterday, as a matter of fact. That's why I won't be able to get up at the end of the show. Um, your knees are going to be super sore, but once you lose your muscle mass and your muscle tone on the legs, I think the knee gets worse almost faster. You just can't, I don't use heavy weights, but I definitely squat and I lunge like there's no tomorrow. I take a 40 pound dumbbell, one hand, lunge back and forth all the time. Hey Dan, at T-Bowley 20, how do we get closer to God when many people bring up the separation of church and state? Thank you. Uh, you pray, uh, but you really pray. Not perfunctory prayer. If you want my humble opinion on that, I mean really pray, like surrender to God. And don't hesitate to ask. Just understand that when you ask, sometimes the answer is no. Really pray. Turn the lights off, lay down in your bed, turn the TV off, and just pray and listen. Don't hear. Listen. There's a difference. Hey, Dan, B-52 tail gunner. 
The last few days have provided some of your best and most touching moments on your show. Lieutenant Colonel Birdwell's heroic story, your wife's near miss and her car accident as an example. This happened on the radio show, folks, in case you don't listen um, to that. It shows you were just like us. Is it hard for you to expose that vulnerable side of yourself? Um, no, not at all. And I'll tell you why. When I committed to the radio show, um, I said I was going to be candid and honest. And if I lost listeners over it and they thought I was wasting their time, I was going to do it. And uh, my show is me on the radio. It's live and we go for it every time. And if something happens and it requires that I break down, then I break down. And if people mistake it as weakness, and that's fine too. But that's the real me. Mason Prime, hey Dan, do you think Republicans should abolish the filibuster if they take control of Congress? Absolutely. Democrats are going to do it. We should do it first. Hey Dan, love Trump. Would love for him to win in 2024. You think he can overcome the social media bans, Twitter, Facebook, etc.? undecided use those apps that's where he needs to win would it be better to run DeSantis or someone without the baggage i love ron DeSantis, uh but i think donald trump deserves another shot he had a great record and uh yes i do think he can overcome the social media bans uh he's got too big a voice to ignore i think he's the only one who could all right folks thanks again for tuning in please don't miss my show unfiltered tomorrow night on fox 9 p.m paula be a special guest for a reason it's a good one brief one but you'll see why and then uh, really good monologues. I think you're going to like them. I'll see you all tomorrow. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right. Going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.